Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and I'm joined this week by Krupa. Hello. Karamali. Hello. And Tilly Willy. Hello, pod people. Uh, on this week's pod... <laughs> I definitely came off best in that. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <Not the nicknames. laughs> just my surname is Krupa. Yeah. Yours is Belittling. I didn't Yours even hear just... it. Why? It's not Belittling. Confectionary. Tilly yeah. Willy. Yeah, but it's just... No, I suppose. It's affectionate. I suppose let's not make that a thing. Let's make that a thing. Uh, anyway, on this week's podcast, we're going to talk about E3 because, well, most of us there, Chris, you were enjoying it from back here, but we will talk about that later. Yep. Uh, How was the podcast that you guys recorded over there? Uh, really good. It was lost on the flight back and forth. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it custom. One, one thing to do. Corrupted. One thing to do. Oh, they, oh, they pretend they do all this work when they're out oh. there, but all I hear is, is stories of drinking and partying and having a good time. You can do both, Chris. I suppose you can. I did lose yeah. my phone, but you can do that. <laughs> yes, you did lose your phone. Uh, anyway, that's not the only big event that's been happening right now. The World Cup obviously started last... Was it Thursday or was it Friday? I, I don't know, because we were that's in an Friday. airport in LA. Friday? Thursday. 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 What do you think so far? Oh, it's about the World Cup, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, football. Well, it's been brilliant, hasn't it? It's, it's been, been a goal. It's, it's been, been a fantastic World part. Cup. Yeah. It's, it's already better first. than the last two, which were very... Boring, Spain. conservative affair. Spain are gone. Gee, whatever we say, it's going to be quite out of date by the time people start listening. Yeah, who knows? So much tomorrow. England might. <laughs> so this has been recorded on a Thursday. Yeah, so England are playing this evening. I've got my England shirt on. They might be... Fresh from your EDL rally. Still in it. Stop it. <laughs> they might not still be in it. And I have a particular vested interest in them still being in it. Yeah. Because I'm going to their third match. Or and not. if they're out by the time the third match halfway happens. around the planet for a match that might be meaningless. For what could be a dead rubber. That's a lot of money to spend. Is that a phrase? Oh, yeah, yeah it? rubber. Yeah, I've never heard of that phrase. I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard that phrase. That's, it's from tennis, actually. I think it is it. Yeah, but it's yeah. It means that, a match, that the match doesn't mean anything. It doesn't right. matter. Right. Neither team. Still, it'll be an experience. It will be an experience. If any of our <laughs> an listeners, are, one. <laughs> if any of our listeners are right in Brazil and want to take me out for steak, why don't you oh, take Argentina. them out? That's Argentina, yeah. isn't it? I still think they have steak in Brazil. Yeah, or a beer, or a coparinha. Yeah. Yeah, that's the drinks. Yeah. Have you been enjoying it, Alex? Uh, well, the games I've watched, I think they've been fantastic. Yeah. Like, the first England game, I thought they were, you know, really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I watched an England performance. Was like, actually, that was enjoyable, even yeah. though we lost. I actually still yeah. enjoyed it. I came away lots positive. of positives. Yes. Um, and I know we have lots of listeners in America, and so that was not very good. <laughs> 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 America. In, just, in America. And their opening game was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did they win? Yeah, they well were, done. Then. They were ballsy. Well, they won. They beat Ghana. Ghana. I think they've beaten them in a couple of World Cups. So it was yeah. revenge. Yeah, they put them out at the last two. Mm, they scored a dramatic goal at the beginning and a goal at the end. Yeah, and very exciting. Who have we all got on the office sweepstakes? I've got Portugal, who did not do too well. Got beaten four yeah. 0 by Germany. Yeah, Belgium, who won their opening match, came from behind against Italy's team. Algeria. Yeah, <laughs> I've got Colombia. Yeah, you played. Well, Colombia are quite good. Yeah, they're, they're playing this afternoon. Yeah, and you, are they? Yep. If you ask nicely, Alex might let us go at five to watch it. Come on, come on, Alex. Come on, Alex. Is that asking nicely? <laughs> come on, Alex. Come on, Alex. Come on, Alex. Come on, it's got me excited about football for the first time ever. So we did a. Uh, we got FIFA to play itself uh, and predicted the match: Cheeky. Colombia versus. I can't. Who, who are they playing? I can't remember. I didn't know they were playing. Uh, it is one of the African teams. Um, Cote d'Ivoire. Oh, yes. Oh, the Ivory, Ivory Coast. Did he for And according to FIFA World Cup, Cameroon, who knows it, Colombia. Cameroon didn't do anything. Cameroon. They didn't score. 2-0 in favour of Colombia. Good. Colombia have got a very good, good defence and a great goalie, Ospina. Well, we don't have 
Falcao is his name. Wow. So I did some research on it. But we do have that James Rodriguez guy who's quite good. But he's allowing, yeah, the absence of Falcao is letting the other players flourish is what you said to me earlier on. <laughs> and what do, you th- what do you think about Mexico and Man United's Hernandez? Apparently he looks like me. He does look a little bit like you. So yeah, there's that. I, I may have just sent around another email to the entire IGN company about <laughs> your good. resemblance to Chicharito. Good. Yeah. Excellent. I'm glad that that's been done. Okay, good. Hi. Anyway, let's uh, tackle this week's news. <laughs> and uh, first up, that bloke from um, Game of Thrones is uh, Aquaman. Yes. Called Drogo. Is he the one who can talk to dolphins? Uh, Cold Cold You've read the books. <laughs> yeah. That's one major difference from the books. In there the you books, go. you can talk to dolphins. <laughs> Just Cal- riding it, around on them. In, in the books, um, Khaleesi is a dolphin. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I doing this story? Uh, uh, yeah, I, you are. Yeah, I am. Okay, good. Um, so, Jason Momoa, of that the Game of Thrones fame, yeah. and also Baywatch Hawaii, oh. um, over the weekend, lots of rumours from various sources, Hollywood Reporter and so on, that he'd been cast as Aquaman mm. in Dawn of Justice which is the Batman v Superman movie. I uh, don't think it's still not been officially confirmed. I believe confirmed, that. We've, we've posted a story say it's been confirmed. Yeah, but that still links back to Hollywood Reporter, I think. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, it sounds like he's It's pretty much all but confirmed. But over the weekend, he posted a picture on his own Instagram account of him with a trident. Right. It's kind of intimating that, oh, I am Arthur Curry, I am Aquaman. But at the same time, Half giving cut. the finger. <laughs> it's almost like... Classic Momoa. F off, I'm not Aquaman. Yeah. So... Yeah. A bit ambiguous. Right. Maybe just maybe that's what he's going to bring to the role. More visual obscenity. So um, uh, I didn't actually realise when I originally read the news. I thought it was for a standalone Aquaman movie. Well, yeah, when I, I told didn't realise like, it was another character. Yeah, because what you're there. thinking is, you know what, that that um, that that film needs more characters. Exactly. And if not more characters, more superheroes with their own backstories yeah. and powers that have not been depicted on the big screen before. Yeah. Because I, I don't really know much about Aquaman. No. What are his powers? He can talk to fish. Should we want an actual definition of what his powers are? I'll yeah, tell you I'll, this straight from the DC tri- Comics I'll, database, because oh. it's probably more than just being able to swim fast. He can okay. talk to fish and he has a trident. No, he's, he's basically like Ian Thorpe. Um, Who's Ian Thorpe? The guy who founded Thorpe Park. Um, no, great. No, the Australia, Thorpe, he's the Thorpe He's the Thorpe 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 ah. the uh, Australian uh, swimmer. Okay, right. Who likes it? Is that Michael Phelps? He likes to drink the water through a straw. Is that Phelps? I thought thought, Michael Phelps. It's a torpedo. Whoa, we're getting some dodgy legal ground. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, it's not the kind of thing started for. Do you want the definition of his powers? We've got them all here. Okay. Oh, do you want some noticeable aliases first? King of the Seven Seas, the Dweller in the Depths. Ooh. Uh, aquatic it's ace. like those wings in there feel, right? it, in the feel it in your waters <laughs> it's like you um, aquatic ace <laughs> the marine marvel the marine what? marvel and terra firma why is it called terra firma I don't know anyway, abilities marine, te- marine telepathy that grants the ability to manipulate sea life right. starfish water adapted physiology grants him superhuman strength I suppose he's used to like moving underwater <laughs> endurance durability reflexes agility dexterity healing and senses Low level hydrokinetic talents. Right. Enhanced swimming speed. That's really rubbish. Enhanced. <laughs> the thing is, it's a little bit faster. Able to sp- speak and understand any language on earth thanks to telepathic abilities. So I like that his physiology is adapted to being in water. Mm. So I remember once I went to um, Spain on holiday and my mum and dad took me to a water theme park, like a water park. And I went down like the biggest slide yeah. straight into the splash pool at the end. Yeah. Salt water. Oh. I'm like, you're coming out like burning. <laughs> and I like inhaled those water. I thought I was right. going to die. That can See, I, um, I went to a water park in uh, Orlando yeah. and went down a really steep one, took off, 
landed, like really whacked my back. And you know, you get kind of friction burns. Yeah. And then the water went straight up my nose and I had a, such a bad headache. They're for about horrible. Four hours uh, horrible place. So if he can like withstand salt water, good on him. Yeah. He is massive. Jason Momoa. Jason yeah. Momoa. Yes, Fun fact. I'm, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, so we did a pub quiz when we were out at E3. And one of the things was matching up celebrity couple to another ah, one together. Yes. I would say Lisa Bonet. This is the yes. He is married to Lisa Bonet, who oh. Alex couldn't remember the name of yes. mm. because she was with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that's an insight into what really goes on at E3. We did a yeah. pub quiz because really Zoe, Zoe Kravitz and, of X Men fame's her daughter. Yes. And you know what's really upsetting? We cheated really fucking heavily on that quiz. What's we seen? Well, why are you swearing? That's oh well. We really bloody heavily. Heavily. We didn't win. We got close. No. Yeah, Lisa um, Bonet, like an older woman. Yeah. He's much younger than her. Yeah, yeah. he's thirty-six, oh, and she is forty-something. She's still gorgeous. He is um, getting on the bottom. I wonder if he's playing North Korea or some other embodiment of Aquaman. But what do you think? I think he's massive. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah, he I was going to finish my story. Oh, sorry, I, sorry. I went for a drink with him. Uh, they had some a drinks thing for Conan. In London when he was oh, playing yeah. Conan. <gasps> you got a picture with him? I got a picture with him and I put it on a story. I was trying to find it. It looks like then. forced perspective. And I put it up on the site and the <laughs> first comment the underneath it is Chris standing in a ditch. <laughs> the first comment. It, it does look like the technology of Gandalf who brought Gandalf to life. He's bloody massive. Uh, he's very funny though. Right. Yeah, yeah, you said that. I remember you saying he's very yeah. charismatic. Yeah, he's good fun. He was up mm. for a laugh. Didn't take himself too seriously. Uh, was very excited that this was going to lo- launch his <laughs> career as Conan. <laughs> it's good that he's got another <laughs> shot though. Like this is a, this is a biggie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, there's no talk about like an Aquaman standalone or anything. Well, this is just... when we were at E3, the, the, there was I don't know whether it's been refuted since, but you know, um, apparently DC Cinematic Universe plans were leaked. Oh yes. And there was talk of I don't know. Let me have a just have a check this. I know they films. talked about a Flash and Green Lantern crossover movie. I, I think Aquaman might not have had his own. Yeah, they should have Flash, Green Lantern, and Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Aquaman doesn't. But you know what? If he if he was in the movie, he was the most popular thing. Yeah. they'd definitely consider it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, next story: Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul is turning on, on Xboxes because he's just that damn hot. He is hot. Um, yeah, no. Basically, the, that Xbox One advert that's been going around where he's like, "Oh, I wish I had more time to play." I don't know what he sounds like. Is that close? No, he's got more of a, I can't do accents. Oh. But he's got that, he's got a very distinctive voice. Yes, yeah. So anyway, at the start of the, of the advert, he goes, Xbox on, if that is his voice. And apparently, that advert has, as a result, been turning on Xboxes around the world. Not in my living room. No, well, I can't get mine to turn on for love nor money. But... Your, your connect's not plugged in, is it, Alex? It is. Oh, it is? Actually, yeah. Don't have to do that is anymore. It? Maybe it's just underneath the telly and not plugged in. I don't know. But the problem they've had is if you use... Maybe that would probably be why it's not working. If you, if you use the splitter um, and your Xbox is off, when he says Xbox on and it comes on, it overrides. And so your screen automatically changes to the Xbox One. It's good that it works. Well, yeah, yeah but works. if you're in the middle of watching a TV show, I mean, admittedly, you're in the middle of the advert, right? <laughs> exactly. But it just, you're not it, missing that But much. you have to be like, ah. Oh, Dang oh, Nabbit. Aaron. Oh, Aaron, you scamp. You need him to say Xbox off at the end of the uh, advert. And if then you do. Just, do you think no, somebody tried to get into the Xbox pitch? I think well, there would have been some guy in marketing going, say it. Yeah, but you, you couldn't do that on an advert. So, um, yeah, Chris, when I was having a drink with Aaron Paul, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> well, you had a drink I, with I, Aaron Paul. I actually have a drink with yeah, Aaron Paul. Yeah. But I think that is too shameless name dropping, two in a row. We can't do two. Because we got an email a few weeks back going, oh, you, do you, maybe it's iTunes feedback. So he's like, just like a bunch of name droppers. 
Well, you, that? you two are, to you, be yeah. fair. Yeah. We never mentioned anything. Because so. you never met anyone. He was very nice. He was very nice. He, we did a Need for Speed video with him that's on site. Mm. He wasn't very good at Need for Speed. <laughs> but it's fine. Need for Speed, the film wasn't very good at being no. Need for Speed. Oh, good. Chris, have you met for Colin Firth? Uh, I went to Colin Firth's 40th birthday party. What? Yeah, with James Fabricant. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, it was drinks. It was when they were shooting. Uh, I think it was his 40th. It might be his wife. It was all a bit confusing. Uh, it was when they were shooting Mamma Mia, and all the Mamma Mia cast came to Soto House. Right. Because w- MySpace had produced Colin's wife's documentary that she'd made. Right. right. We've just lost about 5,000 listeners. We're <laughs> just like, F these guys. And I did shots with Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. He likes a drink. It's Who's that? Viking. Uh, he's the dad. He's the. Uh, he's one of the fathers in it. In, in Mamma Mia. I've never seen you him. know him. He's he's, he's, in, so- he's in the Thor films. Yes, he's the, he's like the Scandinavian scientist. And his son yeah. is Alexander Skarsgård, who's in True Blood. And I was no stick with Stellan. You'll know Stellan. You recognise him. This is dead air. This mm, is dead air. Don't really recognise him, but okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's got nothing to do with the story. But yes, I did have a drink with Colin Firth, uh, and his wife was delightful. Uh, but things aren't going well for Colin Firth <laughs> right now. He uh, has left the Paddington movie. He's now, we've all been eagerly anticipating the Paddington oh, movie. What? Mm. Did you see the memes that started up last week when the first still of him was released? No. He looked a bit creepy in one of the stills, and so creepy Paddington has become a big thing on right. the internet, oh, and no. it's very, very funny, just putting this, this creepy-looking bear that's kind of smiling. Oh, like static photos. Yeah, in, 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 horror, in different horror films. Um, but yeah, uh, he has left the film, but it's been by... Uh, it's a mutual decision. Uh, he released a statement saying, After a period of denial, we've chosen, we've chosen conscious uncoupling. Ah. Uh, it's been. So he's making. Is that, is that what? Um, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. making a Coldplay joke. Oh. Uh, he says it's been. It's been bittersweet to see this delightful creature take shape and come to the sad realization that he simply doesn't have my voice. Um, so who are they getting to voice? Uh, well, he said he's going to help them out, try and find someone. Uh, they haven't found anyone yet. Any suggestions? Jason Momoa. Yeah. The director said, um, we love the Aaron voice Paul. and we love the Aaron bear, Paul. but as our young bear came into being, we agreed that the two didn't seem to fit. So with somewhat heavy hearts, we've decided to part ways. So the thing with Paddington is that I think, well, I assumed that he was a British bear, but somebody was saying he's from South America. He's from Peru. Peru. Yeah. Yeah. So would he have a Peruvian accent? What? Well, yeah. I don't think but so. Then you, like Paddington bear. Oh, Danny, what, so a kind of a Latina. <laughs> Danny Tree. Danny Why would he like Pedro Pascal. Uh, Aaron Paul. But why would he like marmalade if he's from Peru? Because it's an exotic fruit to him. I wouldn't worry about the logic. He likes um, he likes um, French preserves. That's how preserves. my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Bill Nye? <gasps> but yeah. no, but it, I no. thought Paddington was kind of meant to be a bit like a young bear rather than yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure, Bill Nye he is starting to sound old. It's young. hard because you've got to think what would a bear sound Charles like. Charles Dance. Just continuing with the theme Ch- of Charles Dance. <laughs> Charles Dance, I think, would be. Oh, Charles Dance? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen how much um, on on the topic of voice acting? Have you seen, have you seen um, people saying that Peter Dinklage is really bad in Destiny? Yeah. I have, have seen, you seen the clip? clip about yeah. a space with Moon yeah. Wizard. Yeah. It's really awkward. Yeah, it's really is it? Yeah. And he's got a great voice. But the performance is not. Mm. Does it not fit? I think people should write in with their suggestions for who should play Paddington. Thing is, right? And we'll pass them on to the studio. Is it a thing in the UK? They spent a lot of money in it. The 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 guys that um, produced Harry Potter have produced it, so I think they're hoping to launch a franchise. It's out Christmas Day in the states, which is a big release date over there. Wow! Actually, on Christmas Day, yeah, Yeah, people go and see films. Yeah, yeah. People Uh, do in America. Um, Wow! When we were in San Francisco, uh, 
um, Noddy had an American accent. What? Right. They dubbed Noddy with an American yeah, accent. Yeah, and Thomas the Tank Engine is not Ringo Starr. That's. Uh, I, I think Alec Baldwin the... did some of them, but Thomas the Tank Engine's well, like, Americanized. <laughs> like Wait, Thomas Gary the Tank Engine's <laughs> Ringo Starr over here? Sorry? Thomas the Tank Engine is Ringo Starr. Well, he used to be. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. not know that. Ringo. It's some of his finest work. Thomas the Tank Engine's kind of before my time, though. It's all about Fyman Sam, really, for me. What happened to that Postman Pat thing? Stephen Mangan's in that, right? Came out. Oh, how was that? I think. Why uh, not? Did you review it? Why not? <laughs> yeah, why was that not on the site? <laughs> yeah, Chris. The, um, the trailer do, for that was awful. We don't though. do minus marks on IGN. Ah, good. Awful, good. Awful. Tough love. Uh, that's it for this, this week's news. Um, now, last week uh, was E3. Um, it was your first time, Daniel and Luke. Yep. What did you think as show virgins? Was it everything <laughs> you expected it to be and more? I was nervous, but it was actually over quite quickly. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Um, it was, I found it quite a surreal experience because I've, probably like a lot of people listen to this podcast, I've read IGN since I was a lot younger and mm. I remember reading IGN when like Zelda um, Ocarina of Time came out and I used to watch IGN coverage on, uh, IGN's coverage of E3 every single year as it grew more and more until just before I got a job here I used to watch like the live stream what we did in back then as soon as you got the job you thought don't watch any of it anymore <laughs> Jesus um, so it was really surreal to go and cover it for IGN yeah. it was very strange um, I've been to Gamescom for three years and Gamescom's absolutely huge yeah so I was kind of used to the scale of Gamescom. It's not as big as Gamescom, no. but it's bigger in terms of the announcements and the games yep. and the kind of buzz that's around the show. Yeah. Um, I think that's because, obviously, we, it's in, a real Gamescom, show piece, we, isn't it? we yeah. spend a lot of time within the business area, but the, the kind of crazy stuff of Gamescom is the public halls. Yeah. And obviously, E3 is not public. They're actually quite strict on security. Yeah, um, it's, it's great. And, like... I'm sure people who listen to this podcast probably listen to several other IGN podcasts, which are also available. And it's really nice to see all the people we work with every day, but not necessarily Face see every day. Yeah. Yeah. Who was uh, the most annoying? I couldn't... Po- well, apart from Luke. Yeah, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to answer that. You made a good joke. It's fine. Move on. I don't know. I kind of, growing up looking at it, like the whole... Booth babe era and stuff. I always thought it would be a bit of a. That's a long time ago. Well, that's the thing. It hasn't been like that for a long time. But that's the thing. I that was kind of always my impression of it as a bit of a circus, and it just seems a lot. It was a lot more um, refined. I thought. It was definitely quieter this year. It, it was been. like cause everyone was always saying, "Oh, Ooh. be sure to leave yourself time to walk between meetings yeah. and stuff." It took me five minutes to walk between walls. Uh, I, yeah, so there's like quick. two really big halls, yeah. like the yeah. west and the east. Is that right? No, west and uh, south. West and south. West yeah. and south. And the, my big takeaway, even though I don't really like that phrase. Very deep shag carpet everywhere. I know, it's very, nice, very, it? very like bouncy on the foot. Like, obviously, because there's probably a lot of wires they need to cover up yeah. so people don't trip. You go into these booths and it's like, oh, springy. Listeners, listeners this is the kind of detail you don't get on other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they'll be talking about PS4 exclusives <laughs> and whether they matter anymore. That no, carpet was sweet. It was know, very after nice. Week, after a week, my knee cartilage <laughs> got a suppleness that it hasn't had mm. since I was at least seven. I know, I felt it as soon as I you remember, came yeah, back. Yeah, I remember saying, yeah, yeah. feel it, Chris. Yeah. Feel my patellas. <laughs> and, yeah, my broken leg. Oh, it did wonders for it good so that was my main t- <laughs> my main lesson of e3 so the, uh, the one thing i did think was a bit kind of funny was that you both flew i don't know five thousand six thousand miles to watch the press conferences from a live stream within a room so you didn't know we're, you'd get to any of them we were part of the team it was quite that was quite fun like doing the free stuff they, with the free stuff. your bracelets your booth babes and your shampers yep, yep. <laughs> being carried around going get me a square of carpet 
<laughs> Doing Imagine that one on each foot. foot. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you grew up in a different era, didn't you, Al? Uh, when it was just, you know, all volivants and carpet oh, tiles. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess, you know, talking specifics, not the carpet, although that probably was your biggest surprise. That was, quite, that was, my, biggest, that was my highlight. Um, <laughs> like, what were the highlights for you? And what was the highlight for you, Chris? Obviously, not having us in the like office was, quiet week. <laughs> was pretty sweet. Yeah. From E3, mm. nothing... I'll, I'll be honest, I've just had a drink with Handy at lunch talking about it. Nothing came back from E3 that got us particularly excited in the office. I, I don't think there was one single thing no. that was, like, mind-blowing. I just think there was a solid... Well, actually, probably the biggest takeaway is that all the games coming out next year, not this year. <laughs> sure. Um, I think the Zelda stuff was what had me most intrigued. That was yeah. some of the most popular stuff on site. Like, people... Despite what they say, I thought the the Wii U, Nintendo had a fantastic. They did do very well. They come out really buoyant. Obviously, people think we slag Nintendo off on this podcast. I don't think we ever do. I thought they had a fantastic show. My favorite. I loved all the stuff that I saw. They announced new games, and people love a Nintendo on IGN. Yeah, I agree with that. And just build into that. Someone once said, "Will you guys stop slagging Nintendo off now?" The week after we were like, "Mario Kart 8 is our game of the week, and you should buy a Wii U for it." I'm like one thing. Probably not. Followed video. I think a lot of people get like really frenzied about the Nintendo beating. Need a sense of perspective. And one thing you should know about video games is you don't write off Nintendo. No. Nintendo like were instrumental in founding this entire industry. They have enough money to sustain two or three failures. Hmm. Yeah. They like the some German of, football team of yeah, the games industry. They have some of the best designers and artists yeah. in the world. Like. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Um, what was it? Yoshi's Woolly World? Yoshi's Woolly World. But just like really fun games. And I know they're recognisable characters, but yeah. they're new games. They're new concepts, new art styles. Yeah. Um, fully open world Zelda. Even little things like Captain Toad's Treasure Track. I wasn't sold on, pl- on Splatoon, but Splatoon, I played it for a bit and it's actually yeah, quite I think it's that game. You could have easily made that Mario Paintball. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they could have easily done that. But they thought, no, because Mario doesn't turn into a squid. <laughs> and they thought, let's create a new character. <laughs> and also, done. that's a game not being made by the old guard. It's not made yeah. by Anuma, yeah. Sakurai, Miyamoto. It's this new generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be positive about. We you might not take off in the same way, but we've seen it's rising gonna be a sales. Slow burn, isn't it? There's going to be those amiibo, little toys coming out before Christmas. Smash it could be a excellent. kind of a second launch for the Wii U. Yeah. I very much like Smash Bros. I thought, um, for me, actually, the announcement of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I quite liked. That was, I thought the trailer yeah. was great. I thought because, it was a genuine surprise. But this thing, because they, they had perfectly positioned that to kind of go running with her as like, oh, now I'm the Tomb Raider, amazing, like, you know, balls yeah. out kind of thing. And it's, it's not. She's very damaged still. It's still really building her character yeah. again. It's, it's, it would be interesting to see whether actually... Well, it comes over into a, ga- a gameplay yeah, completely. thing because yeah. you know in the first one it's like oh she's all traumatized on the island and then, and then she's, she's killing the like the best yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. So it's, very, it's one of those very hard things you can have it on I, a, a script level, but maybe not in a game. I, w- I would like to see how that worked, and then obviously uh, with a notion that it builds up to a yeah, third yeah, yeah. one that is then really like. But um, Rise of is like um, you need a rise in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Title. But that was a genuine surprise because like we're obviously privy to insider information, so think, we and we weren't even aware of that that was coming. Well, no, I think I said to you because they announced uh, an Xbox Live version. I can't remember what the, the name of oh, the Temple of Osiris. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I wasn't sure if it was that at first. Mm. Um, so I thought, but you know, the thing that I you said that the Microsoft conference was the strongest for me. Yeah. 
And I actually thought it was the weakest. I thought they had good games, but apart so from I, Crackdown... Well, I quite liked Scalebound, which is that Platinum new game. Mm. Um, which, I, I mean, I like Platinum, I like Dragons. Well, it's not the like. Um, admittedly, no gameplay and I stuff. Someone made the, I mean, the big thing I would say is Sony showed a lot more gameplay, yeah. um, whereas Microsoft tend to be more, more trailer-heavy. But also, I just thought Microsoft, Microsoft, from my opinion, were coming from a position of weakness in the sense that, you know, they'd slowly been turning it around since Spencer was back in charge or was in charge. And they were, and you know, they were kind of ready to to kind of really pitch it as a games yeah. console. And that's I what think, they did, where Sony didn't. I Sony think, went the other way I in terms of entertainment. The Microsoft press conference was the, 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 the actual fulfillment of this entire kind of U turn they've been doing. Yeah. Since the initial announcement of the Xbox One at Redmond yeah. back in what was it, February? last year and where everything we said this at the time you know everything was drowned under entertainment movies yep. TV, partnerships TV, TV. and all that sort of stuff and sport and all those other things and Spencer ended the conference by saying it's all about the games yep. so it's, it's taken them a, a year and a bit to get to the same kind of positioning yep. that PlayStation took in light of the original Xbox announcement mm-hmm. so it's kind of the fulfilment and the completion of this realignment repositioning of the Xbox as a games machine and you know Xbox did great things this generation or last one with X, like Summer of Arcade with indie yeah, titles yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's this great sizzle reel during the Microsoft conference for Xbox ID which is the yeah. kind of new indie kind of um, incubator yeah. and it showed loads of games that come in they showed Limbo and all that sort of stuff the Limbo sequel yeah by the same player um, developer what's it called uh, inside, um, inside. and it's just like we're about this we realise how we can connect with you yeah. game should be our focus and yeah, so a little bit cap in hand. Yeah. So I thought Sony's was good. I mean, you know, Bloodborne was looks really exciting, but um, it went on forever. So Sony's went on conference. forever, and when and then towards like what about the three quarter mark, they just went off and talked about Powers for a bit, yeah. and especially because Powers has only come to North America at the start, and then it's coming elsewhere. I was just a bit like, yeah. I'm not interested in Powers to begin with, but it, it's even it's not even relevant to me. Like, no. go away. It's an American show. Yeah. So what? Well, I thought the Ubisoft conference is that your strong because I should tell us good. Uh, well, a if you looked at, I think there was one swear word in the Microsoft conference which was bleeped, whereas the Ubisoft, Ubisoft conference was just that's what everything. You like. yeah. it's just like, that's the difference between Americans and Europeans. I should tell we do swear not like give a, a toss, which mm. is you know pretty sweet. Is she the woman who got Gilwood? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's the one who. Did you watch Friends? No, at all. Well, she's in Friends as um, Ross's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, no, I do. I do. No, I do. She's twenty-four as well. Yeah, she's in twenty-four. She's like she's quite a prolific actress she's funny and this is the third year she really knows the third year she's done it yeah Yeah. good for her Um, but uh, again so tying it all together it was Rainbow Six Siege which was my game in the show but that's also the first thing they showed there because I do like guns you do like guns so tell us a bit more about it because you and I got to play it on the last day well I was pretty good at it you were excellent yeah So Alex, the rest of Alex's team died. Do you want to explain to Chris the concept of the so, game? So uh, was he like Leroy Jenkins? He was, but good. But no, because no, I was considered. <laughs> yeah, with no, my yeah. approach. So uh, it's I basically a, a SWAT game, and you've got four. Um, what are they called? Terrorists. Terrorists. Yes, thank you. And four SWAT guys, and you play once on one side, and then you swap it over and play it as the other. And the level we played it on was a house in, you know, suburban America somewhere or other, and this uh, woman has been held hostage. And as the terrorists, you've got to build up or fortify your house by putting yeah, up Yeah, so you've got like defenses. a minute to barricade it. Yeah. So you can like barricade any wall, strengthen it, barricade the windows, yeah. lay down like barbed wire, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And the hostage 
always appears in different places. So it's, as the attackers, you've always got to think, right, where's the hostage? How are they going to defend it? Uh, and as a terrorist, you've got to think, right, which way they're going to come in from? Because there are literally so many different ways you can come in. And, and the opening scene, um, as the SWAT guys, you send in your little, um, I don't know what they drones, drones I yeah. guess, uh, and they can sort of scope out. But it's all about teamwork. Uh, and saying the hostages in the basement, you know, the guy's putting up this, this and this. But it is one-shot kills. So as soon as you're hit, you're out for the round. But the rounds only last, I don't know, three to four minutes. So it's really, really quick. So you've got to get the hostage really quick, get her extractor out of there or kill the other team. Yeah, so Alex, we're, we're on a team trying to save this hostage. Yeah. And like, we all died. It was just Alex left and there were like three terrorists alive. The developer even died. Alex was on his own. Yeah. Alex yeah. looked badass. Is that- <laughs> So he got it down to just the hostage and one terrorist. And what Alex did, he tried to go around the back because there was a hole in the wall to flank the terrorist. But then he got snagged on the wall. He got stuck. It was just like moving on the wall. Everyone was watching it. But I managed to get free. And uh, but it's it's like even if you die, because there's a lot of games when you die, you're sitting there just watching what's going on. Yeah. But here you can commentate and use the uh, CCTV cameras to say the hostages are really looking this way, and it's just smart and really fast. Like Claude Duty's just like lot just like like repeat really heavy repeat yeah. shoot everything yeah. this is like really like ah, the speed do you want to go into this room well I'll follow you but I'll cover this angle it's like yeah. really tactical I like the d- idea of it being really fast as well yeah. Yeah. so yeah. when you do die yeah, you don't you go away until you, yeah, you have another go um, and I think the other the cool thing is is because um, you each have very specific roles to play uh, and so I, I can't remember the name of my uh, character class exactly Bad but ass. he had um, <laughs> uh, explosives to breach <laughs> um, and you can you, know, you can stick them on the wall and blow the holes, or, or you can do it on the floor and go, go through down, and like drop down. down from the ceiling and just like take people out like a badass. Awesome! Yeah. Yeah. Did, did the first awesome. round, uh, I was a, a, a I think I was an assault guy uh, as the terrorist. Had <laughs> this guy that was I don't know if it was you. I hope it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Just hang loads of C four on the floor, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and of course, like one of the SWAT guys just shot C four and just blew us all up. <laughs> like, yeah, brilliant. Um, such a good plan. So that was your game of the that show. That was my game of the show, yes. What's your game of the show, Luke? I don't know. Um, it's not my game of the show, but Assassin's Creed was, I thought that but was... But we asked you what was your game of the show. My game of the show was Mortal Kombat <laughs> X, I think. Right, thank you. Why, why, why did you like it? Um, because it felt suitably different from... I mean, certainly what in terms of they showed. They showed, so four new fighters. I like Mortal Kombat. I'm one of those... I, I don't like saying it, but I play Mortal Kombat for the story, kind of. I think it's quite... Oh, I just don't quite, think I've like, ever heard anybody say I know, that. I, 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 try, I try not the to like make it a big thing, but I like the mythology behind That's it. That's like watching porn for the story. Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, like bloody porn. Uh, uh, so I, I, like, I like the story, anyway. His face. Um, and yeah, so I, but in terms of the gameplay, it's much smoother, it looks gorgeous. Um... And yeah, no, that was actually one of my biggest excitements, um, one of the announcements I was most excited about you enjoyed, before you see. Yeah. Um, you enjoyed uh, that trailer, didn't you? Oh, oh yeah, there's, p- there's a picture of me yeah. reacting well to that that trailer. You're enjoying it quite uh, a lot. Enjoying it quite a lot. Um, I like the look of Assassin's Creed as well. I was worried I think that... it looked amazing when he jumps yeah. back down the notch, like, that, the that was cathedral. The yeah. It's mildly impressive. Yeah. It's whether it can kind of... This is the thing, I, w- I, w- I want to see... Whether it's gameplay, this the, that's gen. the thing. Because I played Mortal Kombat and I loved it. I would like to play Assassin's Creed before I kind yeah. of completely give it my vote of confidence. Yeah. And also, the big talking point: no female assassin was a huge thing mm. that came out. Yes, I, like I don't want to go on that too long, but just one thing. I did I did history A level. And I studied French Revolution. The most the most famous assassin from the French Revolution was a woman. Yeah, it's called a woman called Charlotte Corday. Oh, there you go. So that's. Irony, 
Yeah. yeah. Irony. Anyway, let's let's not. That's a talk for another day. And there's lots of stuff already out there about it. What was your game of the show? Um, so. I thought Bloodborne was incredibly impressive when we saw it, but we didn't get to play it, so I don't think that's a legitimate yep. contender. Um, Evolve. Like, I've played mm. Evolve yeah. probably as much as anyone, I think, at IGN. I've played it three times now, yep. and I th- uh, every time I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time I played against our reviews editor, Dan Stapleton, as the monster who played as the new monster, which is the Kraken. Yeah. So it's like four players and against a fifth player who is a monster. And it's like... Jurassic Park in space on this island and you've all got to work together to kill this big monster and he plays the Kraken which is the monster they unveiled on IGN at E3 which is this kind of big Thulu like space wizard did he he release it? (laughs) he did he re- releasing it all over us and he can like fire out kind of weird like, port- vortexes that draw oh, that, dark oh, yeah. matter and stuff right, like yeah. really weird stuff that explode and these little like spheres of dark energy that track towards you right very different he can fly unlike the goliath monster so ah. very hard very much more agile and mobile <laughs> what what's to prevent you from flying up high and escaping or is it I think it's probably ceiling I don't know whether I imagine I didn't play as much oh, so I imagine fly yeah. flying is probably limited uh, yeah, probably. I guess energy in the same way. There's one more monster to reveal, cool, right? One more monster to reveal before release, yeah. I think. Um, so I played as new trapper class, um, who had the pet alien dinosaur, yeah, Daisy, which is awesome. Um, it's just a really fun game. The dynamic is great, um, and it just looks beautiful as well. There you go. So those are our favourite games. Really there's fan no, of Evolve. there's no single player for that, is it? It's, it's well, just, they haven't gone into it yet. So okay. I, I think multiplayer is obviously the focus. Yeah. I don't I imagine there'll be some kind of single player yeah. challenges maybe I don't, yeah cool. I don't know yet anyway uh, those were our favourite games from E3 you should let us know yours IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com uh, let's move on to reader feedback and Luke you've got the first piece I do um, so this is from Sean Y a long time listener but first time contacting the show um, so he was talking about um, the last podcast we did we talked about gory scenes right um, to do with the Viper. The game Viper and, and the mountain. Yeah, whether it was too mode. much, whether the fights yeah. overwhelmed the dramatic moment. Um, and so he was saying, we said it has a greater effect um, in TV rather than games. Um, he said that he didn't really feel that phased by it. Um, but in video games, it's the contrast. So he, this example he gives is um, Grand Theft Auto V, that torture scene. Okay. Mm. Um, he says... Uh, I felt really uneasy and generally repulsed. Um, something television or film can never do is give the viewer control over the violence, and that's what's made that scene so grotesque. The scene in Game of Thrones was violent, but you're only a spectator. That's interesting. I, I totally get that point, and it's one that's made a lot, and mm. I think there's a lot of validity to it. But what I would say is I find it easier to probably identify and sympathise with human actors, even though I'm not controlling it, yeah. than digital because it obviously just looks more real there's more human emotion being portrayed I didn't actually find that bad it was the scene after where uh, he's games it's agency and because I agree with you completely about violence I mean violence in games doesn't look I would say I probably the the characters I've probably engaged with most in games recently are sophisticated a a film I'd recommend from a few years back is called Funny Games Mm. they and violent yeah. pro- violent films and why we like to watch these and you're, why are you watching this you've been watching this for yeah. an hour and you're yeah. enjoying this yeah. like yeah. who's the sibling um, some more on the Viper episode can anyone remember it's very shocking for a Thursday evening viewing on BBC 2 they have at the beginning this um, whole 
fight happens and Buffy just um and do the picking than that one as well. It's a lot bloodier than the Viper one, just because you see his face fit. So from a rugby match where somebody's getting their yeah. eye gouged out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about gaming or film related, but I thought it might be of interest oh, for you. Guys. Oh school. Oh. On a biplane, oh. like one of those pedal planes. <laughs> anyway, causing them to crash into a body of water. And following the crash, they were discovered a clear mental image of a couple of guys catching Ness zapper guns while investigating. Did anything recently happen in life that triggered her to want to <laughs> find out where it started? So, oh, okay, uh, if you're interested, the fact was mentioned on the QI podcast. Ah, there you go. No ah. such thing oh, as a fish, oh, which I've only just available. discovered, but is actually quite funny. Nothing on ours, though. I didn't know there was a QI podcast. There you go. Oh, that sounds no, good. So you've Better than this. Why are you listening to this? used to be bigger. Uh, I don't know. I just when we were flying over, like I I they probably, they probably didn't have airline toilets in 1916. No, and also it's kind of been a mile up. No, probably just right on the wing. Unbalanced plane. Um, Chris, have you got some feedback? Yeah, I thought I had an, an interesting fact for you, but I can't find it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this comes from Abto Hassan, who says. I played The Last of Us for the PS3, but haven't played a lick of online or the Left Behind expansion. Um, would you recommend I buy the PS4 version so I can experience the entirety of the game, or should I forget it and save my money for another time, another title? So I haven't played online, but I do think Left Behind is really, really good. Left yeah, and, great. and you know what? Like, if you can trade it in and maybe a few other games, there's not much else coming out this summer. Mm. I think it's one of those stories I that actually is worth playing again. And it's probably one of those games you'd be quite happy to have in your PS4 collection for years to come. Yeah. yeah. So, I would say, I'd go for I it. I think it's worth it. I'm going to play it again on PS4. There you have I it. Am Good in... advice. Um, so, also something else we've been asking, because we're coming up to Podcast 250 at some stage, and we've been asking Ooh, for people yeah. to give stuff, yeah, it, like, news. you know, our, our top top moments from the podcast so um mark has written in to say probably not helpful as i don't know which episode these are from you're right it's not helpful um <laughs> but for the clips um oh, please have a <laughs> readership big wow. thank, no, thank you mark thank you mark um, <laughs> he's like this every day <laughs> please have lengthy montages of all of tilly's toilet stories That'd be a long podcast. It would be. Yeah. Well, maybe we should have a special one dedicated to it. Or I could yeah. just recount them all. But yeah. we, should de- we should definitely have that one where you just you disappear. You just vanish and we have to continue <laughs> without you for a little bit and then you, you magically reappear. How about I grab a dictaphone and go into a toilet and just talk? Well, have a lengthy Why montage. live stream? <laughs> there you go. Live stream on <laughs> you. Live stream. Live stream. So all the... And he says all the watermelon and <laughs> Mia Motorola jokes. And every time someone shouts, unlucky... <laughs> uh, Alex, do you want to? There you go. No. Do you want to we, we, we 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 really do need people to tell us what, what no, episode they're on, no, <laughs> and not just the episode. Actually, a time code. And, we, um, we, and ideally, so edit because it out because we can remember funny stuff as well, but we can't be bothered to go to two hundred fifty. <laughs> this is. Let's be really honest. This here, is brutally. Us, honest. This is totally delegating it. We to did you. spend two hours the other day just like just aimlessly <laughs> scrubbing through episodes <laughs> to find funny bits. Um, also, some funny bits. <laughs> it was quite. It was quite nostalgic more yeah. than anything. It says Bex was. Great for laugh as well. So a compilation of her. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, so another one, another one saying something good about previous episodes. Um, hello, chaps. This is Andrew. I recall when you guys used to eat unusual slash random things. Did you? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give, yeah. give them I scores. Like I didn't like that either. Re- remember <laughs> the lasagna? This is actually when I used to, li- I used to listen yeah. to the podcast. Is that a lasagna sandwich? Yeah. I like horrible stuff. It's Who like is the it? Dan. Or Tom. Kilby used to eat. Uh, it sounds like a No, I like. never did as well. Did you not? So there you go. That's how these traditions I tried the sandwich just because I was like... Sony's Week Conference. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> which potentially... Um, 
I'm trying to think of a polite way of saying that. Uh, fritted. Fritted. The big lead built in the first eight months of the console generation was more of a result. I think Microsoft, more than anything, caught up. I think Sony's press conference, Sony conference, resulting in this kind of big kind of like, oh, well done, Sony. Yeah. You and to the point you said earlier is like, even the Uncharted there's not one reveal. thing. Because yeah. we knew it was Unch- coming. And also Uncharted 4. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and well, and it was already revealed that it was coming. Yeah, when was that and, December last you know, year? And Bloodborne, if it hadn't been leaked, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. might have been a bit more of a an oomph to it. Yeah, but I think because yeah. the sh- the presentation was like going clocking in almost two hours. Yeah, it was a long presentation. I if yeah. you could, if you reduce that down to an hour, that's yeah. it would have felt so much richer. Yeah, I as I say, pers- um, I've said it already, but they should have. I think they could have done without the bit on powers personally, or at least not so yeah, long. They like, did. They did go on about powers. And now it's at a comic con. Yeah. Mm. So that audience, do that. That seems mm. better fit. And then you've got another th- a bang for PlayStation. At I mean, you wonder there. if maybe they were just like, oh, if my- we should just keep this in here just in case Microsoft make a play for entertainment. We can be like, oh, we've got... Mm. But, um, you know, because obviously Microsoft were going to men- mention right. the Halo yeah. original series and stuff. Um, do you guys know anything about... So there's a lot about Rockstar here, so two parts of GTA, just in case there is any. But the announcement of GTA 5 for PS4, and now I wonder whether to trade it in and get another game to keep me going. What do you guys reckon? No idea what's going on with that. I don't reckon you're going to see any uh, single-player DLC for a long time. So you should go really all, all in PS4? Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the timeline was like for GTA 4. Uh, uh, what, down, do you reckon it'll down. be along like Red from, Dead, kind of undead, nightmare type thing, like a bigger thing? Or? I, think it'll be, but I think from, about from the announce through to us as the press seeing it to the release was a good few months. So I just don't think you'll see it soon. Well, we're still waiting on heists, aren't we? Yeah, for online. that's been delayed. Anyway, so, and then the second part is, also, is Rockstar releasing its traditional game this year, other than GTA V? So they usually have an annual release cycle, Max yeah. Payne 3 came out before GTA. I always look forward to the release of a new game, but all seems to have gone quiet on that front. I really hope we get to revisit Red Dead's universe, as well as L.A. Noir. I thought they were two fantastic games of the last generation. Well, in the Take Two earning call of this year, they did say that by the end of March 2015... Rockstar would be releasing their first yeah. next-gen title. Yeah. Mm. That could very well, however, have been in GTA. reference to GTA. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, so, but, yeah. And this is based on no insider information, but they are making Red Dead. They are obviously making a new Red Dead. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, that's not... Uh, um, and that's no great guess. Like. But it's not to fill a gap between GTA, because that in its own right is as big as that Oh, now, it, so. it's huge now. And yeah. also, if you think about... Like, how many times did we actually talk about Red Dead on this podcast? Mm. I know I'm probably... I do bang on about it but if you look at all the lists out there it always places you think from the moment that came out how much kind of goodwill that Mm. game has generated Mm. so when the sequel comes out it's going to be that fever pitch I think so it's you know it's going to be not quite GTA level obviously but it's going to be the the interest in that game is going to be huge yeah absolutely so I I think we might get an announcement about Red Dead before Christmas like, because when was the first trailer for GTA? That was like October, wasn't it? Am I oh right gosh, saying? I can't remember. I can't remember um, either. It was about a year. Of I don't, but I don't think because usually the release like in May yeah. for the other title. Yeah. That's obviously not happened. Yeah. So I think maybe May next year. You think for Red Dead? Yeah. All right. Then. Watch this space. Bet you. I know. I'm not betting against oh, you. Fine. Oh, all right. Got an email from Kian, um in Ireland who has an Xbox and five games. Battlefield Forza, Thief, Dead Rising and FIFA and he says he was playing FIFA and then he turned on Battlefield and we were all set up to play co-op, we searched and then I realised there was none, it's the same for Dead Rising and Thief, Forza has multiplayer which was fun but repetitive, I was wondering why there wasn't co-op in the games I said above is there any explanation from Microsoft 
No. But if you're looking for a good cult game, Rainbow Six Siege. Excellent, because he does. He says it's birthday coming up, and he's looking for recommendations. Oh, uh, be out, it's not going to be out. Oh, but you know, um, nearer than Assassin's that. Creed. Assassin's Creed yeah. Unity um, and Far Cry. So actually, one of the things we talked about when we were walking on the show floor, it seemed like co-op yeah. uh, became a bit more of a prominent thing at this um, well, E3, which uh-oh. feeds into which the next email this from next Luke. Bit from I thought you just had some kind of hemorrhage. Uh, I, I like the Luke seamlessly, seamlessly saying, uh, 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 um, Harry Riot says... Um, Harry Riot? Harry Riot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so he enjoyed our coverage of E3. He was, um, he's got a PS3, so they could have upgraded to a PS4, um, but an increasing amount of the big games seem to have heavily focused co-op. Um, so he said uh, Destiny, Un- uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, The Division, and Rainbow Six Siege. Um, they look like great games he wants to play, but he's worried they might not be for him anymore as a solo gamer. He's always been a solo gamer, at start, um, apart from being like, a random in multiplayer shooters, yeah. um, because none of his friends have been gamers for years. Right. Uh, so from our time at E3, did we get an impression or indication from developers if they would offer a playable and fleshed out single player experience? Um, I, th- uh, I think it varies between these games. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. I think the division will have something. Like, I, th- I think Destiny story, will a narrative there, and the mm. des- Destiny as well. Yeah. You know, you can, it will group you up with other players automatically. Yeah. Like you, you will play with others, but in the same way that matchmaking works on COD yeah. type mm. thing. You know, uh, you won't. There yeah. will be plenty and, and of they, own goals for you to work yeah. towards in your own and time. They were quite explicit about why they redesigned Patriots into Siege. One of the reasons they cited was that Multiple. they want to start with a multiplayer game and not a single player. It is primarily a multiplayer experience. But I do believe there is going to be a there single player experience. There will be, it's yeah. going to be built off the multiplayer. Yeah. So it's, But I do, you, you know, you can't play Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. You can't just go into a lobby with a bunch of randoms. Yeah. You've got to Because it will be so. incredibly frustrating. Because yeah. I played Evolve and the guy who was playing the Assault class didn't speak any English. So he kept just running off on his own. And the guy who was coaching us through headset was like, oh, you want to stay with the team so they can revive you? And every time he just ran off into the distance. <laughs> and we were all just like, oh, brilliant. Like, well, he just died instantly. That's not a recipe for success in yeah. the game. Um, but it varies between a lot of these games. Like Assassin's Creed, I'm sure you could still have the full Absolutely. authentic Assassin's Creed yeah. experience without a bunch of mates. But yeah. Did we answer that? I think so. I think so, yeah. I think it's title by title. Any more feedback? Yeah, I've got a piece from Ben Harris who says a couple of bit, a couple of points actually. I've just bought a PS4 with Watch Dogs and was shocked at how differently the gameplay is in comparison to what the marketing made us believe. Specifically, I'm talking about the hacking, which is the only difference from any other GTA clone. I think this approach, intentional or not, is highly destructive to the reputation of that developer's brand. And as a punter, you feel misled, especially after the hype and delay. Interested in if you guys got the same impression, or is it just me? I I would say if you. We're just looking at the demo that was at E3 two years ago. Fair enough. They are very different. But the, Ubisoft have not been devious in not showing that game for the yeah. last two years. Mm. Especially over the last six months, we've had extensive Hands video on. of yeah. that game on IGN. Yeah. And it looks like the video that we've had on IGN yeah. for like the last yeah. six months, a year. So it's not like it's come out after two years of silence yeah. and look like a completely different thing. Yeah. I think just against that <clears throat> demo at E3, but I wrote a thing on the site before E3 about yeah. why that demo looked so good. Because, Vertical slice. Yeah, because the rest of the game didn't exist back then. Yeah. That was that demo was built as mm. kind of like a pilot to show yeah. to investors content, and say, right? this is what we'd like the yeah. game to look like. And then they actually had to go away and make it. Yeah. So... Which they do for films quite Yeah, so yeah. I don't think there's one person's blaming all this. And I think you could probably legitimately have a go at Ubisoft if they hadn't shown the game off for the last kind of six months a year. But mm. they have, and it's not looked too dissimilar. Yeah. I also think, you know, I think we said this before, is that 
the first Assassin's Creed actually wasn't very good. No. Um, but by the time it hit the second one, it hit its stride. So I think it was a first outing. And you know, it's pretty good. It's hot. Like it's re- and it, it sounds like we're making excuses. I'm not really, but it's really hard to make a massive triple A game. Yeah. yeah. And you know, no developer on that team would have wanted to make anything less than what that demo yeah. looked like. Yeah. That's the that's the aspiration. Yeah. And they don't you want know to what? Ultimately, boring things like deadlines, budgets, resource, all boring business stuff yeah, gets yeah. in the way. Yeah. And you just have to make compromises. Nobody wants to deliver less than what they could achieve. But as, as like Alex says, you know, Ubisoft iterates so quickly. Like you look at mm. Assassin's Creed, you know, every year yeah. it's a new one. I think by the time the next GTA comes out, if Watch Dogs is still a franchise that's going, it's going to be, I think the, we, the potential is there for it to go toe to toe with it. But you know. I, I won't say that. I don't know. Ubisoft, GTA 5 does look Gorgeous on next gen, though. But like hugely oh. so, right? Yeah. <gasps> Stunning. Anyway, uh, I've ben, got Ben also had it was a quite interesting point. He he said he's dumbfounded at how weak some of the stories are for even AAA titles, with the exception of Telltale's Walking Dead and Superb Wolf Among Us. And he goes on to ask, you know, why the writing isn't as good in games as it is in TV at the moment, with a couple of exceptions. I, I think in, in in many cases, you know, why? Because games sometimes rudely, sometimes. Have to they have to just give you something to do? <laughs> they have to give you gameplay, yeah. and Telltale circumvent that by making their whole gameplay experience about picking options within mm. a narrative. So it is storytelling is the game, yeah. but in other games you want to like drive a car and shoot people yeah. and run around, and obviously it's hard to tell a detailed emotive you know com- emotionally compelling story without it. Without having to get, you know, yeah. the game is yeah, always yeah, going yeah. to intrude at some point. And then yeah. there's other games that have no story, you know, like Mario. It's funny, like every game is the same story, but you won't find many better games than Mario because yeah. it is pure game. Mm-hmm. It's just doing stuff. It's all about mechanically. what the aim of it is, right? Yeah, so, and occasionally, like, I think Last of Us, like, kind of got the balance well, like, well balanced because each section of action kind of fitted into the story whether yeah. you were running away to get to somewhere yeah. it kind of followed the narrative quite mm. closely and you had the characters having really well timed snippets of dialogue while you were playing yeah. Yeah. so it felt like you were progressing the story while still doing quite basic stuff, stuff like shooting people yeah. <laughs> mundane yeah. Um, and yeah last bit of feedback then from Michael Bristow um, he said, he, again he's talking about co-op um, he's worried that it looked, it looked really really good in all the demos but um, was it just because there were industry professionals playing them? When you jump online and start playing with the average Joe, it's going to be filled with kiddies, bunny hopping around, sniping at point blank range. Yeah. Um, you know, well, we've kind of addressed that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, it depends like, on the game. It depends on the game, man. But yeah, communication like definitely with an inch of their lives. Those demos. Yeah. Communication definitely yeah. needs. It seems to be a big. We were talking about point. siege, like if because you, yeah. you can blast through any surface. Imagine if you blasted through the ceiling and then like squashed the hostage. <laughs> yeah. hostage. Game just, over. Yeah. But I think the, the whole point of co-op, though, is that you tend to play with friends. Or I do. Don't have any friends. There you go. Uh, that's it for feedback. Again, the um, email address is uk underscore feedback at IGN.com. Let's talk about the games and movies out this week. Uh, first up, well, there's a, a game on How to Train Your Dragon 2, apparently. But we've not seen it. New. So I'm New. pretty sure it's not going to be all that. Should we, should we mm. skip that, Alex? Yeah, let's, let's talk about MotoGP, because you are our resident expert on motorbikes, right? Um, not really, but you've reviewed MotoGP in the past, haven't you, Alex? That was a long time ago. Is it when it was just like I've, pixels? I've ridden a motorbike. Just, have you? Well, I own a motorbike. Oh, yeah. You on a scooter? I do, yes. <laughs> I do go about 120 on it. And <laughs> uh, do you wear full leathers? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Later, G- Hosen. Yeah. 
I played this briefly on PS4. I wasn't very good at it. It is, I think it's fair to say, it's if you're into your racing games. Even though you can adjust it to make it play more arcadey, do definitely think more Gran Turismo than yeah. Need for Speed, obviously. But if you're into motorsport, MotoGP, it is like the one game that will cater for you. It really go yeah. for that kind of authentic televisual experience. It has all the commentators is if you follow the sport. Is it basically our NASCAR? Yes. Um, so it's, that's MotoGP. It looked all right on PS4. It's not mind-blowing. It's made by a small Italian developer. Yeah. Um, so next game? Entwined. Entwined is so the game. So that was announced yeah, at that. E3, but mm. then released at exactly the same time. That day. Available now. More of that, please. What is it? It's arty. It's, it's an arty flying pixel Is dragon. that the one from the guy who did Journey? No. No. What was the one that from the guy who did Journey? Not this. Journey. <laughs> it's um, like a new boat. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Asbu. Whatever it's called, yes. Um, so we've reviewed it on site. We've given it a six, I feel. Yeah. It's got a lot of average reviews everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Apparently it's fun. It's about two spirits that want to be together. One's a bird, one's a fish, and they can't be together, so you have to race through. Well, that's ridiculous. A bird and a fish. And, um, <laughs> like... Fly, well, like, you get a flying fish. Like, well, a lion and a tiger. You, you know, there's something for you there. Yeah. A horse and a donkey. Rattlesnake. It can hair. happen. But a fish and a bird, that's just pie in the sky. Do they mean a, a bird as in a bird or a bird as in a human woman? Uh, ooh. Well, but as, no, as, e- equ- equally. Equally, I think those things should be kept separate because it's an <laughs> abomination, Chris. The big release of this week in terms of games, though, is UFC, and you were playing that yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's very complicated. <laughs> I found it very complicated. It's not like Street Fighter. It's not like a really old man. It's very complicated <laughs> when you're trying to pin them. It, it, it feels like UFC shouldn't be complicated. But it's all about the, yeah. Yeah, it's it's all about the grapples and Oh, yeah, it's when you're trying like to... It's, yeah, it's, so the punching and kicking, that's all right. Mm. But it's when you want to like get them to submit and you're just rolling around... Like two cowboys away from home, and, hey. he, and it's just you've got to grapple them, and it instigates this weird little mini game where you've got to like just tap the joystick, the analog stick, to basically get them into them. different yeah. holes, and, and then get 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 it tighter and tighter until yeah. they submit. This is so homoerotic. You've got to tap your stick to waggle your stick to get it tighter and tighter. To make the men rub each other, tighter, tighter, and then eventually all submit. Wow, get the semi. It looks very good. Looks pretty. Yeah, they've, it, but almost a bit too realistic. Because when you're in like poses and like you're straining against the arm, it looks like it's going to break. It's just going to pop. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. Oh. But um, I don't think our reviews even live. No, not yet. So I, I think the verdict is out on that one mm. for this week. Movies. Movies. Well, this is the time of year that they kind of release movies to die, pretty much because. <laughs> Uh, unless, to look forward to? unless you can't, you, you're running counter-programming in cinemas, young men, which make up the bulk of the audience in the summer months, um, going yeah. to the blockbusters, are all watching the World Cup in England. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of action films, bizarrely, but it's just those kind of ones that will be on telly really soon. They almost feel straight to DVD. There's um, The Art of the Steel, which we gave quite a good review to, actually. We gave it an 8.8. It's kind of Ocean's Eleven, yeah. if they couldn't get quite as famous for people. Ah. So it's Kurt Russell, Matt Dillon, Jay Baruchel... Uh, Terence Stamp but yeah it's a heist caper well, it's not quite up there is it with <laughs> no. <laughs> Brad Pitt <laughs> no it's a, it's a heist caper it feels like something I'll watch but maybe on a plane when it's on Sky or something yeah. uh, Three Days to Kill the new Kevin Costa action film is that about waiting to be seen in A&E just sitting there satire satire <laughs> oh, that's a gag how long have you been planning that one for? actually for about five minutes satire. I was like you can make something about that wow. uh, yeah uh, it's Kevin Costner Amber Heard 
Highly Stansfield. Uh, we've called it a rather sweet father-daughter story with some action. We gave it a 5.8. That's what I want a father-daughter story with action. <laughs> Ooh. That's taken. That's all wrong. <laughs> yeah, just minimal interest. And then we haven't got the review up for this live yet, but Jersey Boys, the movie, is out of the musical of the story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. So let's review the musical, because you've seen that. I think the musical's great. Right. I think great. A, lot, a lot of people are not familiar with the work of Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. I'm a big fan. I'm uh, into, me I'm too. Into me yeah. too. And um, you will not, like, you will recognise so many of their songs. They have had so many hits. Like what? Sherry Baby. Big Girls Don't Cry. Don't cry. He has, he's got a crazy voice. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Like, false well, he's the one who sang, Oh, what a night. Late December. Don't sing it. Can't take my eyes you off you. Quite got the pitch. Well, this this isn't from our review, but this is make me laugh earlier from Robbie Robbie College review in Telegraph. He said that the uh, the, the scene when they do are what a night. Uh, he says it may be the most miserably heterosexual musical routine in the history of cinema, right. which makes me want to see it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. What does that mean? It just says that the, the cast kind of awkwardly shuffling down a plywood street to the song as they're singing it. It does sound quite awkward. Okay. Clint Eastwood directed it. I know, that's crazy, right? Yeah, he's but he's done a lot of musical quite... films in the past. He loves, he's big on right. jazz. He's done a couple of jazz biopics. He doesn't know what he's directing. But anymore. it's a strange choice. It was John Favreau who was directing it for a while. Oh. Right. Um, but yeah, so whatever. If you're going to pick one, watch the World Cup. Yes. yes. <laughs> Good job. Uh, I guess same for games. Until UFC review comes out, that will hopefully be this week. And that's it yes. for this week's podcast. There you, go. you are going off to the World Cup. I am, so I'll be away for at least next week. And I might be too jet lagged to talk the week after. Well, here's hoping that by the time you get to South America, England are still in the World Cup. Let's hope that. Yeah. yeah. By the time people listen to this, they'll know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we will be back without Chris same time next week. Until then, goodbye. Cheerio. Bye. Bye. Bye.